Love Talk okay. Radio.
go. And we are back right here on the Lardy Miss Party Blog Talk Radio Show for Saturday, August 22nd, 2011. And getting back to the discussion about politics, about voting, about the judges. We need you all to know what's going on, to make informed decisions, to be able to make the right decision on the right judge, to hear your cases and get good results. Okay, again, that discussion today is about how much do you know about your rights in the judicial system and how to vote for judges. Did you know that judges are to have both to three elements? of an oath. Okay, the first oath is to the United States Constitution and then to your state constitution and then to the Office of Administration. If any one element of the oath are omitted, such as the U.S. Constitution, the seat of office for that judge is forfeited. The judge is not eligible to administer judgment and if a judge has not finished their term before they are voted for office again and those elements that are prescribed are not taken properly, when taking the oath, they should be reviewed and removed. If a, if a judge has not oath to the, US, the United States Constitution but have oath to the state constitution and the administration of office, look out your rights under the U.S. Constitution, those rights will be violated and your case can be void due to that judge that was reviewing the case that he or she did not take the proper oath to administer judgment properly. And it is a case of fraud and victimization and a public concern. Now, if any case that have been reviewed by a judge that did not take all three elements of an oath. Now, I remind you, the oath that I told you about was number one, the elements to oath to the U.S. Constitution, the seat of office, and to their state constitution. If any one of those are broken, they forfeit their rights, and that it runs a risk to your rights under the federal law under the U.S. Constitution, especially the 14th Amendment. Now, me as a uh, as a as a uh, registered voter, um, I went to go do my research, and lo and behold, uh, I saw found ten. I can't say no names or nothing like that, but definitely to tell you, uh, I don't know how they've been sitting up there in the offices for them six years, uh, judging on cases and carrying on. But definitely, I am in, I am informed and I am. I am knowledgeable about uh, what's going on so that when I go to vote, I won't be sorry. So, as we go forward, and that goes before any cases that are held under federal jurisdiction for review. Now, any cases that come from any of those judges that's missing any of those elements, and let's put it to the point, missing the U.S. Constitution, which is a federal law. Every case that is federal goes through the U.S. Constitution for their right to be either uh, uh, upheld or, or declined for whatever the reasons, and especially the 14th Amendment uh, uh, clauses that are used to help in the due process for uh, individuals that are going before the court. Um, 
So anyway, examples of federal uh, cases are your mortgages, your foreclosure cases. And what I mean by mortgages, it could be your foreclosure cases, or you are you doing a bankruptcy? You know, these are all federal. And also children's services cases, cases, especially for those that, you know, losing their kids, you know, and they didn't miss the judges didn't either uphold the U.S. Constitution. And when the person come in to get their rights uh, uh, looked at to be judged fairly, um, they can't do the job because they have lost uh, one of the elements of the oath that they should have taken and really cannot uphold that Constitution because they didn't hope to it. And also the last thing, and this is just a few uh, cases or examples, and or felony cases. Uh, anybody that's out there that's uh, facing felony charges on, 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 on anything, if that judge has not uh, found a way to owe for all three and did not owe for that U.S. Constitution, more than likely the case will not be heard fairly for the individual, whether the individual is honest or not. So, um, going on. So that's just to name a few. When we all know that in filtering the rights under the U.S. Constitution has to come from because somebody did not hold properly to uh, uphold uh, their duty. To judge or to or to uh, what's the word that I can say? What can I what can I say to that? Uh, you gotta help me out here. You over here just listening and carrying on, Brenda Wright. Listen, I'm sitting over here struggling, trying to tell this information, but I won't be struggling for long. Just know that if this is if, if this is a case, and you have at any any cases that have been heard out there and you go to find out that judges did not take their oath properly, this is what you can look forward to. Your case is nullified and void. It can be rescinded. When the judge makes judgments without taking proper oath and should be reported, it should be reported mm -hmm. to the disciplinary council for judges, make sure you have documents to prove your request for review. All right? People. Listen to me. If you are a registered voter, first go and see if your judges are properly oaked into office and terms are finished. You can find this information, which is public information, at your local court in the Administration Department of Records or Public Court Records Division and determine if that judge is worthy to be voted for to sit on the seat to judge right from wrong. Do your research, people. Become educated and informed to make proper and informed decisions, especially at voting time. The news, they are not going to help in informing you that judges can be split to hold a seat without proper oath. Okay? And go get and, and, and go to get voted without their terms being finished. And what do I mean when uh, their terms are not finished? Meaning that, say like uh, a judge votes in to office and they have a six-year term and voting time come up in 2011 but their office is not up, the term is not up until January or February of 2012, okay? That means that that judge should not be trying to get on the ballot book 
before the term is up. He or she will have to wait until next voting season to get up there and get voted. But no one will know how they do these things that they do unless someone get out there and find out what's going on. I told you where you can find the information at. It is very, very important um, because our judicial system is the only system that we have that can work for us or against us. And when it comes to your rights, we want our judges that we vote into office to do their job. That's anyone that we vote into office, we want them to do their job. So please take time to research out the people that are going for office and to make sure that they have completed all of what they need to complete to be eligible to uh, handle our business here in, in the public eye, okay? So, again, I'm getting ready to turn this over to my sister, who is Brenda Wright, the lightest right. All I want you to know, holding is near, help yourself get informed. Get the information to help you make informed decisions when voting for anyone to take care of your affairs. Don't want to be caught up in being a victim or being defrauded of a right to know. Let me turn it over here to Brenda. Brenda, the light is right. What you got to say about this? Okay. Okay, Wendy, I'm glad you, you turned it over to me, Miss Lardy, Miss Party. Um, yes, what I got to say about this is since she did put the oaths out there the way she did, I like to uh, kind of go into the violations of the oath of office. When I go into the violation of oath of office, I'm going to uh, ask her some things as well so, so we can get a good clarification on this and, uh, and proper understanding. It says here for the uh, violations of oath of office, this is this this is basically trying to break down some of uh, what was already reworded um, out about the oath that the judges should be taking. The first two parts of it, and then I'll go into the third part of it because it's it's further down. It's further it's it's way down. But um, it says here, every person admitted to practice as an attorney or counselor at law shall before his name is entered upon. The role to be kept as here and after provided, take, and subscribed in oath substantially in the following form. Okay, now here's the following form that I'm going to share with you. I do solemnly swear that I will support the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of whatever the state that that, that judge or the, the practice of attorney is in and that I will faithfully discharge the duties of the office of attorney and counselor at law to the best of my ability. Now, I wanna, I'm want to i going to ask Ms. Uh, Lottie, Ms. Clardy, something about this. Is that the first part of the oath that the judge is taking to relieve himself or herself from being an uh, attorney so he can permit on up to the, the judge? Well, in this case, and I don't know if I, I say in this case, when we're talking about judges, it's the same role of being able to uh, to oath to all three, which is the oath of office, which is also the U.S. Constitution, and wherever they are in either state is uphold the state constitution as well. So that will 
probably also mean for anyone that's taken any administration of law to help anyone dealing with law. So I would ask and say, yeah, if there's anybody out there that's see different, call in at the call-in <laughs> number. You know, we can discuss it, you know. But we will be doing more of this later on in the week uh, because we know that voting is coming up. Back to you. Okay, thank you, Lordy, Miss Clardy, on that. Okay, now, uh, since we got something on that, we're going to go down to the second part here. It says the judge must take a second oath of office under Section 705-ILCS 35-2 states in part that several judges of the circuit of this state before entering upon the duties of their office shall take and subscribe the following oath. Now, this is in Illinois, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you hear me in there? Can yeah, you I, hear can, me? I can hear me. Okay. Well, this is uh, in Illinois. Well, Illinois is a part of the northern part of the Ohio anyway. So I'm sure that they all run in together saying the same thing. So go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, it says uh, the duties of their office shall take and subscribe the following oath and affirmation, affirmation which be um, filed in the office of the Secretary of State. Now, here's, here's the second part of it. I do solemnly swear that I will support the Constitution of the United States and the state constitution and that I will faithfully discharge the duties of judge of whatever court, according to the best of my ability. Now, uh, it, it, it is ironic that she did point that out, that this is, uh, it was in the state of Illinois, but from where I've gotten this piece of, little piece of information from, it exists in other states as well. Yes. It hasn't been, I didn't get to do the proper way as she did at this moment here, but I'm sure that, uh, the information they were sharing upon this that they were they went a little deeper than what I have on this paper. I just didn't want to go too far into it because I don't want to overlap the time here. Now, for the third part of it is for the judges. It says now further down, uh, if the judge had enlisted in the U.S. military, then he has taken a third oath under Title Ten. Of USC Section 502, the judge has subscribed to a lifetime oath in pertinent part as follows. I will, whoever the, the judge is, do solemnly swear to uh, that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all en enemies, foreign or domestic, that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same. Then it also says here, the, the U.S. Supreme Court has stated that no state legislator or executive or judicial officer can war against the Constitution without violating his or her undertaking to support it. The Cooper Van Aaron of 358-US-178-SCT, I'll take it, that's Connecticut, 1401, and that's 1958. Any judge who does not comply with his or her oath to the Constitution of the United States wars against the Constitution and engages in the acts and violations of the supreme law of the land, the judge is engaged in acts of treason. If a judge does not fully comply with the Constitution, then his orders are void. 
in Resort Sawyer, 124 U.S., 21888, he or she is without jurisdiction and has engaged in an act or acts of treason. Now, that part I find kind of interesting because when when they say that we as, as citizens, of, of voting citizens, should um, do our research on this, there is a lot of things that I'm not for sure if they actually put it out the way that they they should put it out when they're when they're putting these um, judges out for voting, because as as far as when I was into this section here to get this piece of information, they were talking. They had numerous of judges in other states, and they're sure that there are other judges in in other states as well that are are going through some of this. It, it's it's um, it's almost like they're formed their own little secrecy thing here. So you have to be careful when you when you are searching for it. Make sure that if if you're gonna uh, look for it to see it, if they took the third oath, or you think that all of them should have the third oath, then make sure that you're looking for that third oath. Yep, the U.S. Constitution. Okay. And with that being said, right there, I'm gonna hand this back over to Lardy Miss Cardi. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you. Um, you know, this is very important for anyone that is out doing both for this year um, to have a conscious mind to, to go with all of the information that you can find out about the people that you uh, research on. And you know, and and, and and do what you gotta do to make things happen, okay? Because uh, they can't do anything without our help. If we are not informed properly, just like anybody else, they will try to to be slick about it. And this, I'm coming grassroots level, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, so excuse me if I'm not as 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 up on words. That will be more proper. But right now, Lardy Miss Cardi is here, and I want to tell it like it is. If they, if if if, if those that you are, those people that you are voting for are not doing their job, and you know that you have information that will help make changes, stand up, stand up, because really, it's up that have to make them work for what they have asked us to vote them in to do. If we don't make them work, then they will sit back and they will they will act as though like, well, if we don't know what's going on, then we'll do what we do and take advantage of the law. Yes, judges as well as lawyers, but judges, they are the law of the land, mm-hmm. and some of them can be, they are bigger than the law. Uh, they think they're the law, and no matter if they do whatever that they can do, and think that they can get caught at any of these things that they do. However, if you can understand me and you're listening to me, please go out and do research. I have all of you that do listen to this radio show, and I come to bring you some information that will help. That's the only way that we'll have a good judicial system that will be fair. It will take us to come together to make it happen. It won't happen 
not let me raise a voice and do something about it, okay? Since we all have rights to go vote, understand that you have a right to stand up as well. So with that being said, I am going to uh, go on a break at this time, and we'll come back, but we'll come back with a little bit of flavor uh, with the advertising here since we are broadcasting live right here at the at, at shop at 1030 Collins Street Drive. And, you know, we want to introduce you to some of the people that are here uh, that are selling their products to good people. And, hey, let's have a wonderful time. I'll see you back in a few minutes. Ready to 
turn some things out over here because she has some fantastic hats and different things that uh, she would like to help people out there know that she's here at the shop and, and ready to give you the best customer service there is, okay? And she's got these pretty sharp hats, too. So hold on just for a minute. Let me get the hat made on the I used to do it as a hobby. I was the payroll manager for 25 years. I got laid off my job because I got sick. I went home and I was upset for a total of one day, and my daughter said, Mom, your face is bigger than that. Wow. And I said, what am I going to do without a job, okay? <laughs> and then it came to me that the Lord supplies all my needs. Yes, yes. The job was only supplying my wants. Right. So I reached into what was my hobby at the time, which was hats, and I started selling them. I stepped out on faith with my last check, mm -hmm. and I bought my largest inventory that I ever had. Wow. Within a month, I had sold them all. Look at there. And I realized that God had my back. Yes, he did. And yes, he, he still did. continues to have my back as I offer the women in Columbus some of the finest designer hats. And one-of-a-kind hats, I have a designer who works exclusively for me by the name of Christine. Uh -huh. I don't sell a hat over $150, lady, but I do sell hats as low as $5, lady. You can come right down to the shops at Allen Creek right now where I'm having a $5, 10 15 20 25 and $30 hat sale. And these are, these are hats. Yes. And these are hats that were formerly priced at $100. Okay, all right. Yeah, okay, well, you know, I mean, dang, you just came on out and just let us have it today. That's what huh? I'm here for. My goodness, my goodness. I tell you, this is the Laurie Miss Cardi Blog Talk Radio Show. You don't know what you might listen to up in here. She does just told us what's going on. I like that. Thank I you. I like that. Thank you. I like and, you too, Miss Claudia. You know, I thank you. Beautiful. You know, Miss Yvonne, you. that's a head lady right here. Yes. You know, you must come down here and check out Yvonne. We call her the hat lady. Mm -hmm. She got some fine hats, women. Yes. She even got some hats for them debonair men, too. That's oh, right. You know that's so, right. Uh, men, hey, come down here and get your steps on. Okay. I also want to let you know that I have fascinators. Ladies, you don't know what those are. Those were the little head pieces that were made famous by our royal wedding Whoa. in London and also by the gala that we have at Franklin Park every year. We now have them here at the shop, oh, lady. I want you wow. to know that I'm the only vendor in Ohio that sells them for under $100. That is good stuff right there. That is good stuff. I am appreciating this. Well, at least you're not afraid to get on the no, radio and say what you got to say. God doesn't give definitely, me the spirit of fear. That's right. You know, and I mean, you making it happen, yes, too. Yes, ma'am. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You know what? Um, okay, are there any events or anything that you're going to have soon that's coming up? Oh, any? I'm glad you asked. Oh, well, come on. 
Tomorrow, my hats will be featured at the Urban League Guild Style Show, which is going to be held tomorrow for their scholarship. It's going to be at Monaco's Palace. And my, I am coming on first with 10 of my hats being modeled, ladies. Okay. 10 okay. of my hats will be modeled. Okay. And I do special events. And if you'll go to my website, www.designerfashions4less, and the word is spelled out for, that's www.designerfashions4less.org. All of the events that I do are listed on there. If you have a special event you want me to be there for, 20% of our proceeds will go towards the ministry of your church or organization. Well, we thank you very, very much, Yvonne, for giving your time and making us available to let them know all about the hat lady. Because thank you, Miss Claudia. You laid that on pretty thick. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you really did. You know, hey, y'all. Don't forget, right here at the shop at Alum Creek, the hat lady, and there's a bunch more vendors that are in here with nice things. Come on out and come and see what's going on at the mall in the mall. All right? Thank you, Miss Claudia. Thank you very, very much, Yvonne, you. for your time. Thank you for coming on to the show Thank you. and letting us know what's going on. I appreciate yeah, it. I appreciate it, too. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Right, all right, all right. See there, now we we getting we getting busy. We getting busy. All right, you know we. I want to do one more, one more uh, 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 little piece of advertisement, you know, and you know, and and just have a little bit of fun here for a minute. Yeah, Lardy Miss Clardy is back with Brenda Wright. The light is right, and she over here just listening, chilling out, and carrying on. But we. Won't, we won't we won't hold you long. We just want to let you know what's going on while we are out here at the mall broadcasting live on politics, voting and all, and judges, you know. So we'll get back to that conversation. But for now, I want to be able to introduce a gentleman that is sitting right with us, and his name is Chickenfoot Charlie. And he has... He is a portrait and sculpting artist, okay? And he is also here at the shops here at Alum Creek. Also, you know, you can call on him and, and get your get get your pictures done. Whatever it is you think you want done, this man can do it. So let's hear from Chickenfoot Charlie. Chickenfoot Charlie, what's going on? What's going on? How you doing? How you doing? Glad to have you. Glad here. to be back. Yeah. 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 Well, what's going on? What, what's been happening? You know, since the last time. Well, you know, I'm a country boy, you know, and I respect young ladies, and uh, we just happen to be engaged. Yeah. Lordy, Miss Clardy meets Chicken Foot Charlie. Oh, see, that's what, what it was supposed to be about. <laughs> you know, and I, I am so happy. Sculpting. Yeah, but we we have sculpted a wonderful relationship. But anyway, business is business, and, and right now, uh, today I brought out one of my um, family trees. I sculpted a family tree. Well, I was receiving a lot of junk mail, and I kept, you know, I got tired of throwing it away. You know, I actually sculpted a, a standing tree, any size you want. The knots on the tree are cut out so that you can place your family picture inside the knot. And you can have as many generations as you like. 
They go from 10 to $15 or not. Mm. You can have that family tree any color you like. You can match any spruce or red redwood or what cedar, whatever type of tree you want. We can You can have it any size you want. Awesome. Plus, I can sculpt the face in the tree. I can, you can, yes. You can sculpt the face. Yes. Now, I, I, I'm with him, and I didn't know that. Yes. Now, now I'm missing out. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can I'm, get whatever you want, my darling. I can't get anything. Yes, you are so sweet. That's another subject. Y'all just don't know how sweet Miss Clardy is. Yes, she's a beautiful lady, and I love her with all my heart. I didn't expect all of this, lovers in the lights <laughs> out there. You know, but hey, you know... What love is is what love does. <laughs> My goodness, we can't. Okay, stop it right now. We're on the show. Lord have mercy. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. We glad that you know we have Chickenfoot Charlie here today. He's happy. So am I. You know, and he does uh, a lot of different items dealing with sculpting. Drawing, portrait. portrait. I have a Barack Good Obama God. coin since uh, we talked about the election coming up. I do Barack Obama coins. I have have them 20 inches in diameter. I have a lady picking cotton on the back of his head, 44th President of the United States. Mm-hmm. You can have your own self sculpted in a coin shape, anniversaries, weddings, whatever you would like, and be sculpted in coin shape. Well, where should they reach you at, Chickenfoot Charlie? Yeah. They gotta know where you where where you at. What's your what's your uh, email? Oh well, see, I can give the email. Well, thank that you, darling. You know, is chickenfootcharlie at gmail dot com. Thank you. You can you can send him a message, or you can also send it to Wendy Clardy at. Yahoo.com. Wonderful. He is even on Facebook. Thank you. Just call out his name, Charles Mackey. All right. All right. He's on Facebook. Thank you. Give him a shout out and let him know that you heard him today. God bless you. Making sure that you guys know that he's got some good work, artwork for you. You know what I mean? Give him a hand. You know, so we are, and thank you very much. You're welcome. I love you. For coming here onto the show. Thank you. And, you know, making yourself available. Yes. You know, to uh, share your artwork and share your love, too. Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. And now, so we are back now on to the on last minutes of our show. And again, we were talking about the judges and voting and knowing about what rights you have in order to make informed decisions when you're out there voting. So I'm going to turn it back over here to Brenda Wright because she's got a little more information that she can still share with you on the subject. And then we're going to close out and then we'll see you next week at the same time. 6 p.m. If you want to contact us, you can contact us on Facebook. You can contact us on our emails at wendyclardy at, at yahoo.com or families and victims of fraud.com. Okay? Brenda, tell them about where your, your email is located. My, little, my, my email is located on Yahoo, which is little fast tiny at yahoo.com. 
which is L-I-L-F-A-S-T-I-N-Y at Yahoo.com. Now, um, um, it's interesting that she did hand it back over to me because I did want to make a little statement here. For um, all of us that do vote and we get to complaining about what, what, what has go, what's going on or the things that we don't like about what's going on because we didn't vote for that, well, that's why it's important, as she stated before, Lordy Miss Cardi stated, do your research and be sure, even if you don't feel like doing the research, this is very important. This is a part of your life as as well as all, all of everybody else. So another thing that I'd I like to point out, too, is if you are unhappy at that particular time and as she said we it, we all have to stand up as one so we do have to learn how to come together and stand up and stand out and speak out That's as right. one so in order for us to do that we must put in our work as well so being voters and protecting our rights as citizens as voters it is our responsibility to make sure that we are getting what we are asking for so that's all I had to add on for this evening, and I will be adding something else of whatever Miss Lardy, Miss Clardy come up with. I hope it's something more informational to everybody. So I'm going to turn it back over to her. But for me, I would like to say uh, have a nice evening, everybody, and God bless you all. And be responsible. Do your research. Thank you. Thank you, Brenda. That's the light is right. Now, I can't come to you any any forthright than what Brenda the Lightest Right have done. Do your research. Keep your paperwork. Keep your documents. And don't forget that you can find this information about judges, lawyers, any state representative, anybody you want is public information. All you got to do is go to the House of Representatives or down to the courthouse and go to wherever that they hold the records on these people and go and find out about them. Find out did they take their oaths properly and and did they finish their terms before that before they went in to get voted. As you as I tell you before, the term is if it's 2011, it's time to go in to vote. And a judge, his term is not up until February or January of 2012. They are not eligible to be out there voting. But make sure that you go to the courts, the clerk of courts, to the records department and find out that they do their oaths properly. It is very important. As Brenda Wright said, do your research. Make sure you keep all your documents and then also understand that you have the right that if you find this out, report it to the disciplinary council for judges, okay? They will appreciate this. We have to stand up, speak up, and speak out. Be responsible, y'all. Now, I'm getting ready to get off the radio, and we will be back next week. Uh, I'll just surprise you with a topic. And we just will go on and flow. And if you have any questions or anything you want to put out, remember you can get me on Facebook at at Wendy Clardy on Facebook. Just Wendy Clardy on Facebook. And then if you want to get me on the email, familiesandvictimsoffraud.com or Wendy Clardy at yahoo.com. Now, I want to share a song with you. 
because it is very pertinent to what we have discussed today about standing up, speaking up, and speaking out. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> 